Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. Outstanding to have you all here with us today. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Joe Fortenball, and here's what we've got lined up for today's episode. Rob Perez, a.k.a. Worldwide Wob, is going to join us in just a couple minutes to break down his favorite win totals for the upcoming NBA season. And we're going to close the show looking to nail our fourth Thursday night NFL selection in a row. But we begin today with an NBA season win total of our own. For those of you who don't know, I work for 95.7 The Game in the Bay Area. It's the Golden State Warriors flagship radio station. So I'm covering the dubs on a nightly basis. But I grew up about an hour north of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, rooting for the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm as excited as anybody anybody who roots for the Sixers this season to see the process finally come to fruition. Trust the process. But if you've been paying attention in Vegas, the Sixers came out with an insanely high win total of 41, which has since been bet down to 39.5, and and for good reason. The Sixers haven't won 40 games in a season since 2010-2011. Joel Embiid, 31 career NBA games since entering the league in 2014. Ben Simmons, zero career NBA games. Markel Fultz, zero career NBA games. This reminds me of the hype surrounding the Minnesota Timberwolves last season. Do you remember that? The T-Wolves were the bell of the ball last preseason following that 29-53 and 53 season when Carl Anthony Towns won Rookie of the Year. So what happened last season when everyone thought they were going to bust out? 31-51. and 51. It takes time, especially in a league loaded with savvy veterans. What happened to the Timberwolves last year? A slight uptick. That's what I'm predicting this year for the Philadelphia 76ers. A slight uptick. And what does that mean? Well, from a gambling perspective, it means we're going under 39.5 total wins for the Philadelphia 76ers this season. going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> baby! Rob Perez with his favorite NBA season win totals in just a moment. But first, head on over to CoversExperts.com. Use the promo code SHARP600 for a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. That's the promo code SHARP600 for a free $30 credit. And right after that, head over to covers.com, jump in the Streak Survivor Contest. It's a free opportunity for you to win $100,000. Today's guest is one of the absolute best follows imaginable on Twitter, not just for the NBA, but in general. His name is Rob Perez. His Twitter account is at world underscore wide underscore Wob, that's W-O-B, and he's the host of Buckets, which is going to stream twice weekly beginning at the end of October on Cycle's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. All of that information can be found within the rundown for today's podcast. Rob, good morning and thank you for your time. We'll jump right in with the defending champion Golden State Warriors. Four years in a row of hitting 67 or more wins. How do you see it for Golden State this season? Can they get to 67 wins? Yes. They are arguably the best team of all time on paper. Will they get the 67 wins will be solely determined by the players themselves. We've seen it with LeBron James in the past with the Cats. When the month of April hits and they're locked into either that first or second seed, he just kind of decides, you know what, I don't want to play in regular season games anymore. I would rather prepare for the, the grueling gauntlet of the NBA playoffs. So, you know what, for the, for the Warriors, it's going to come down to whether you think – 
Patrick McCaw, Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, and all these younger guys can go out there and beat the Phoenix Suns um, in the second week of April when they already have the Western Conference locked up. So the, the short answer is, can they get to 67? Yes. But will they? I don't know if I'm betting on it. All right, I know there's a handful of teams you like this season, whether it's an over or an under. I don't know the answer to the question, so I'm going to fire them in a row. We'll begin with the Denver Nuggets. Opened around 45.5 wins, currently sitting 45.5 wins. How do you see it for Denver this season? Well, you know, first of all, the listeners are probably hearing this and like, why did they start with the Denver Nuggets? And what they don't know is that I emailed Jill before this podcast started and make, make sure you do the Nuggets first. And it's because I am so high on the Nuggets. The reason is simple. They have 11 NBA starters in their rotation. If you look at that second unit between Emmanuel Moutier, Kenneth Fareed, Plumlee, Will Barton, they have five guys that come off their bench that could probably make the Eastern Conference playoffs as their unit and or could start on any other team. And the fact that they play a mile high up in Denver and they are going to catch a lot of East Coast teams coming back across the country, they don't stop running in their deep, which is great for regular season basketball, right? We know in the playoffs it slows down a little bit, but these guys are going to run teams out of the city of Denver, out of the state of Colorado, simply because of their depth. Look out for the Denver Nuggets to be a nuisance and a huge story. Kind of the same way the Utah Jazz were last year. That's the Denver Nuggets this season. The Philadelphia 76ers haven't topped 35 wins in a season since 2011-2012, yet here we are with a win total damn near 40. Is this the year the Sixers return to relevance? When I saw 40, 40 and a half, I swore that wasn't a 76ers over-under. I thought that was total games Joel Embiid is going to play this year, maybe throughout (laughs) the course of his accession. He proved to this point. He hasn't even played more games than Greg Oden. We know how talented he is. We know how talented the 76ers are as a team. They've got all of these top. But you know what? When we're watching the preseason and we see guys like Ben Simmons going 3 of 10 from the line, Markel Fultz is going viral because of his free throw shooting form, they're talented and they're going to be great. But asking this team to go 500 in 2017-2018 NBA is not only going to require that they figure it out immediately in their first season, but they're going to have to stay healthy over the course of an eight-month grind, which they have proven for the past decade they are cannot do. So until further notice, this number is laughable. I am on the under, and I'm on the under big. No Phil Jackson, no Carmelo Anthony for the New York Knicks. It's a new era at Madison Square Garden. Can the Knicks get to 29, 30 wins to go over their win total? Maybe if you convert that number into, like, yen and you get a multiple <laughs> on it. But, you know, being the biggest – the Knicks are my team. They're, you know, I wake up in the morning and I just think about how to how can we make the Knicks good. After watching three preseason games – I. I, I don't know how this isn't the worst team in the league if Kristaps Porzingis is not on the floor. You've got an absolute phenom superstar in that seven foot three monster, but for the love of God, I mean this this team is going to struggle. I would, you know what? You want to talk about a bet here? We talk about can the Patriots go sixteen and zero? Are the Giants going to go zero and sixteen? Always these prop bets before the season starts. I am genuinely curious if the New York Knicks can keep one team this year. Under 100 points. I would almost be willing to lay maybe plus 2,000 on 
uh, what would it be? Yes, in that case. The Knicks defense is as bad as you will ever see in a modern-day NBA. Uh, bet the under, and you should feel safe doing it. And that, again, comes from a diehard fan. Same city, different building. How do you see it for the Brooklyn Nets? And this is painful for me because the Nets are our inner-city rival who are always trying to steal the spotlight. But this year, <laughs> they've, got, they've got something weird going on and weird in a good way. So if they brought in guys like Damari Carroll and they finally got Alan Crabb trying to give them $65 million two years ago, they finally got their $65 million man. So they've got a, they've got a starting team here between Lynn, D'Angelo, Carroll, and then you got Crabb and you got Mozgov in the center. That's, that's not even a good team in NBA 2K. But they come at you off the bench with guys like Levert, Whitehead, you know, all these young guys that are just, and that don't, and Kilpatrick, that are playing for contracts. And they have this weird synergy from their head coach, Kenny Atkinson. It's like they really enjoy playing with each other. And if I learned one thing from that Portland Trailblazers team two years ago that had an over-under of like 22 and a half total wins, and they got there in like right after Christmas, I'm getting that same vibe from the Brooklyn Nets here that, yeah, they're not great in NBA 2K, the video game, but you're going to watch these guys play. And they're going to bring it every single night. It is just the, what is ingrained in the culture over there. And it makes me really freaking jealous. Let's close the show with your thoughts on the Eastern Conference. LeBron James and the Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. Will it be those two playing for a spot in the NBA Finals? And if so, does the King prevail yet again? Oh, man, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> and I, I was, I'm still not confident in my answer yet. Um, I can tell you this. It, it's all about health. So who's the closest to being 100% healthy? No one is ever 100% healthy, especially at that point in the playoffs. The only consistent that we have is that LeBron James has made the NBA Finals for the past seven seasons. So if Isaiah Thomas is able to come back, if Derrick Rose is able to stay healthy and lead that second unit and prove he is still a, a shadow in a good way of his old self, it's really hard for me to pick against LeBron James and the Cavaliers until further notice. But I saw what Kyrie Irving did to Isaiah Thomas, you know, last, last playoffs. It, there's still the like Isaiah is, is hurt. He's banged up. You're going to be getting Kyrie versus, versus Isaiah again. Uh, it, it makes it, it's really difficult to pick against LeBron. Um, and Kyrie, if there's one person who can do it, it's Kyrie in the Celtics team. I'm not ready to do it yet. The King prevails, and we still get two to three more years of LeBron James being the best player in the league before Father Time finally catches up to him. Give me the Cavs. Give me the Cavs in six games. Follow him on Twitter at world underscore wide underscore wob. You can catch his show Buckets airing twice weekly beginning at the end of October on Cycles Twitter Facebook and Instagram accounts, and all of that information is located within the show rundown for this podcast. It's Rob Perez joining us here on the Sharp 600. Rob, thank you so much for your time, man. Awesome stuff. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks for having me, Joe, and uh, looking forward to the season. It's going to be up 500 by midnight. All right, for those of you scoring at home, we have one with each of our last three Thursday night picks. The big question, can we make it four in a row? Week 6, Thursday night football. It's the Carolina Panthers minus 3 with a total of 46 playing host to the white-hot Philadelphia Eagles. 
Go back to week two of last season. Home teams on Thursday night are 14 and seven against the spread, while favorites are 13 and eight against the spread. Not only that, Carolina, after struggling early in the season, scoring just 15 points per game through their first three outings, have come back each of the last two weeks to average 30 points per game. And here's your big kicker. Last nine Thursday night NFL games dating back to last season, the home team 8-1 and one against the spread. We don't love this game, but if we've got to make a pick to keep the selections running hot, we're going to go with the Carolina Panthers minus three over the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a wrap for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you remember and have a moment, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Best of luck to you all. We'll see you for the college football episode.